You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Everybody, welcome to A Step Further, our weekly podcast from Kingsway Christian Church. We take what we talked about on Sunday one step further. My name is Matt Nickerson. I'm the host for today's podcast. And uh, this past Sunday, we launched a new series based on the book by Jeff Mannion called Satisfied. Contentment in a world of consumption. And man, I tell you what, I started reading the book and then I had to read it again to actually get prepped for the messages. And it has been so convicting. So in the book, Jeff Mannion talks about this little exercise he did. He was challenged by another Christian author. And so he was going to give away five things a day. And he just kept doing that. I'm trying to remember, I think it was for like seven weeks or something. So he ended up giving away like 200 and something odd things. And it was easy at first. Like he went into the basement and he grabbed these used uh, VHS like Star Wars and other stuff, but he didn't even have a VHS player. He's like, why do I have these things? So he got rid of those. And then he came back and, and after a while, it started getting slightly more painful. He said it was easy at first. It was just like, you know, it's time to get rid of this junk. And I got this thing in the garage and never used it. And, da, 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 da. and then it started getting a little more painful. And he said, one of the things that was most eye-opening to him was when he went in and just counted all of his shoes. And he said, I'm not an accessory guy. I'm I'm not. He goes, but next thing I know, I've got like this running pair of shoes and another running pair of shoes and then the old running pair of shoes. And these are the next ones. These are the current ones. And you do the same thing with like boots or winter boots or hiking boots. And he's like, next thing I know, I got like all these shoes. For what purpose? They, they all go on my feet. And I get it. I get it. Like if you're out there and you're a shoe person, like I'm not knocking you at all. But I'm just going to say, after I listened to this book, I decided to do the same thing. And I was a little bit shocked. So over the quarantine, uh, for those of you who don't follow Kingsway, I decided to finally start taking serious my health and my diet. And I lost a bunch of weight. So uh, I had to buy a new wardrobe. So my parents kicked me off and they bought me some new stuff because I went to Ohio to visit them towards the end of the quarantine and and then um, came back and we went on to Kohl's and they had a big sale and, you know, went to Penny's and they had a big sale and I just started buying stuff like dirt cheap on clearance. Like all the people in America were, all these stores were trying to get rid of their stuff that they couldn't sell for months. They just needed to get rid of it. And, uh, and so I was happy to oblige. But next thing I know, like I did all this laundry and I caught up like all the stuff that I'd accumulated and I had no joke. I had four pairs of running shoes, four pairs of running shoes. Actually, at one point I had five. When I did this exercise, I realized I had four and took one back. I have one sitting brand new in a box, never took them out, never even wore them. Tried them on one time so that when my new shoes were, were worn out, I could put them on. The only thing is that I found another pair of new shoes that I liked even more. So I bought them. So I have two pairs of fairly brand new running shoes and a pair in a box, plus the pair that uh, I've put like 400 miles on, but they're still in really good condition. I could keep wearing them if I wanted to. And I am sitting here going, what just happened to me? I am not this guy. And now I've got like three pairs of dress shoes. I've got a gray pair and I've got a black pair because I never know when I'm going to wear this suit or I'm going to wear that suit for a funeral or a wedding. And then I have a brown pair because I got a blue suit. And I'm like, you know, brown goes really good to blue. What in the world just happened to me? Then I got a pair of hiking boots and then I got another pair of hiking boots that my wife just got really, really cheap on sale somewhere. And so I made those my grass hiking boots. And the other ones like I wear like, like if I actually go real hiking because they're really nice and comfortable. And then I had these trail running shoes. And then my mom bought me a pair of trail running shoes. But honestly, I don't trail run that much. So uh, I've just had them forever. Is anybody else tired of hearing this story yet? I- I'm, I'm looking at it after I'm listening to this book. And I'm so convicted because I'm going, 
How in the world did I get sucked into this world of consumption? I'm the guy who every year does like a sermon or four on this subject. I'm the guy who keeps everybody anchored and centered and facing the reality of our consumerism in America. And I'm going to go ahead and blame 2020. It's just one of the many things that went sideways in 2020. I got sideways too. So here's my thought for you real quick. In the book of Philippians chapter four, Paul is in prison. And he's writing to the church at Philippi. Now, he writes a number of letters. We call them the prison epistles. An epistle just means letter. And so he's writing the prison letters. And they're really just letters to churches. He's planted, he's coaching, he's teaching. It's, it's really God's way of slowing down Paul so that he'll write doctrine that everybody else, all of us can use now today. But he says in Philippians 4, chapter 11, and he's in prison, remind you. He says, I'm not saying this because I'm in need. For I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Now, what he's talking about is, in some of his books, he's kind of frustrated. He's saying to some of the churches, like, man, I, I needed you, and you, you didn't do anything. And the church of Philippi is saying, hey, I just want to say thank you because you sent me some people. You sent me some resources. I didn't have to be isolated and alone. And I know you wanted to, but you couldn't do it sooner. So I just want to say thank you for doing it. And then he clarifies, look, not that I'm in need. What do you mean you're not in need? You're in prison. And you, can't, you literally, you can't get a job. You can't go to the store. You are, in that day, when you were in prison, you were, you were completely, completely subjected to other people showing up and meeting your needs. That's it. And Paul's like, I'm not in need. Well, how can you not be in need? And his answer is, because I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. Okay, so this baffles me for a minute, because we are talking about the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul. And he learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. Most likely, uh, we know that Paul was at what he calls the Pharisee of Pharisees. He, he was like the greatest of the Pharisees. And what he means by that is he was more faithful to the Phariseeism than anybody else in his day. And that's a literal. He was, he was of a group called the Pharisees. But the Pharisees were a fairly wealthy group. They're fairly well-to-do. So Paul probably grew up in a somewhat middle-class, upper-middle-class home, whatever it looked like in that day. He probably had resources. He rarely ever was in want. And then he became a minister of the gospel, and it was a different lifestyle. Now he's in jail, and he's completely contingent, uh, he's devastated and, and dependent upon other people showing up to meet his needs. And he's saying, I'm good. I'm good. Why? Because I learned. I learned. I think what I could take away from that, and you could take away from that, is that means consumption is natural. Contentment is learned. Consumption is natural and contentment is learned. It's not just going to be natural to you. You're going to have to learn to be content. Let me ask you a question before I read just a couple more things that Paul says. Here's the question. It's going to be really probing and kind of annoying, right? But is there anything right now that you're thinking about buying that you don't need? I don't know about you, but really apart from groceries, I don't really have very many needs. There aren't many things that I need, but there's a lot of things that I want. There's a lot of things I could do. I'm a dreamer, in case you don't know that. If you haven't been at Kingsway for very long, I am a dreamer. I'm sitting there the other day with a friend and saying, you know, I could renovate my bathroom. There's nothing wrong with my bathroom. The shower works. The sinks work. The plumbing works. The toilet works. Uh, the closet holds our clothes. Uh, the only thing that's wrong with our bathroom is I probably need to clean it. But apart from that, there's literally nothing wrong with it. Why do I need to renovate it? Well, because I can. Am I content? Is there anything that you're thinking about buying right now that you don't absolutely need? Paul goes on in verse 12. He says, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I could do all this through him who gives me strength. 
That last verse is one of the most famous uh, verses in all the Bible. People put it on bumper stickers and t-shirts, and some even get it on tattoos. You may have heard of it before. Philippians 4.13, I could do all this through him who gives me strength. But we usually use it out of context. We usually use it to say, hey, I could take this new job on. Hey, I can take on this new hard challenge. You know, God wants me to lead this Bible study or teach this class. And I could do all things through him who gives me strength. Except that's not what Paul is saying. Now, there is application to all those things, because Paul does mean all when he says all, but the point of what Paul is saying is, you know how I can be content in a world of consumption? It's because I can do all things through him who gives me strength. So I want to encourage you right now, if you're feeling caught up in the message of the world, maybe like me, you're taking stock, you're taking inventory of your consuming habits, and you're realizing, man, I have taken on way too much, and that's not okay. Maybe right now the answer for you is just to come to God and say, God, would you help me? I need strength to stop spending money I don't have. I need strength to start paying down the debt that I've accumulated. I need strength to start putting money in the bank and saving for the future. I need strength so that I can be more generous, God, because if I don't change my spending habits, I'm never going to be able to live the life that I believe you've called me to live. And then just say an honest prayer at the end of this and invite God into your story and just watch what he does next. God bless you. See you next week.